0: But we are joined right now by a gentleman we've talked to many, many times over the years, and he is uh, one of the people who leads an organization, very important. I've spoken at the Fair Convention twice, actually, over the last uh, decade and a half, uh, about a year ago, uh, most recently. And they provide a lot of data that's critical in the debate on immigration, both legal and illegal, and the president yesterday made a dramatic announcement throwing his support behind a a move by Senators Tom Cotton and Senator Perdue to roll back the number of green cards issued in America, cutting them essentially in half and changing our immigration system to a a needs-based, merit-based system. And to talk to us about this right now is the president of FAIR, fairus.org, Dan Stein. Dan, welcome aboard, sir. Doug, how are you, my friend? I am okay. Thank you for coming on with us. As always, we appreciate it. Sure thing. All right. Now, I have no idea what the numbers should be, but uh, I do believe that the nature of work has changed in the digital age. And the reality is that we simply don't have a need for hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of low skilled workers coming into the country on a regular basis. and therefore, looking at the the, the legal uh, aspects of the immigration system is as important as looking at the illegal. In fact, to me, they go together. Uh, we we have to have control on illegal immigration. Otherwise, what we do with legal immigration is, is is a moot point if you can't control your airports and your ports and harbors. But we bring in a million people a year approximately every year, year in and year out, decade after decade, which is like adding multiple L.A. counties every decade.
1: Yeah, listen, it would be nice, uh, if we could start with, uh, a, a real mature immigration debate, a grow, a grown up discussion about what the purpose of immigration is, that if you don't need immigration, you know, any country should have the ability to, to not have it for a while, or, or, or build a system based on some justified analysis of where we're trying to go as a country. And, you know, Senators Cotton and Purdue, with Trump's endorsement, have got a bill up there that finally does what so many commissions have said, which is, Immigration ought to be in the national interest, so it ought to be affordable. Which means we don't need chain migration of unskilled immigration. I mean, Doug, it's no, we're not making buggy whips. It's not 1850. You know, this is we need to modernize the immigration system by bringing the levels down to traditional levels, and then have a skills composition criteria that makes some sense for the 21st century. And that, and and so you want to make it affordable, and then you want to make it manageable by eliminating the chain migration factors that make it so hard to manage, as well as It's a great source of visa overstays that people who believe that downstream they're going to get a green card because they've got a friend, a relative here, right? They come illegally, they don't leave. That's a big part of why we have so many visa overstays. So it's manageable. So it's affordable, it's manageable, and then it protects the American worker. I mean, yeah, wages have been stagnant for two reasons. One is productivity. Nobody seems to know why in our service economy we can't increase labor productivity. But another big reason wages have been stagnant, is that, um, you know, the unfair foreign labor competition that's brought in under these predatory kind of conditions has really injured the American workers' ability to get wage growth. And then, of course, the last thing is that it really does respond to our overall national priorities so we don't become overcrowded and overwhelmed and the resources aren't depleted, and it, it meshes with our assimilation and cultural norms. All those things are being brought about by a good bill called the RAISE Act, Donald Trump campaigned on the issue, part of how he won the blue states. And and, and this gives the Republican Party a chance to consolidate those gains because the Democrats have abandoned this issue, right? Schumer's talking yesterday about trade and foreign worker competition through these unfair trade practices. But then he completely forgets about immigration because immigration has become a life support system for the far left, right? Political life support system for the far left. So the Democrats have given the Republicans all this political space, and then you got people like McCain and Graham and others who, you know, McCausky, uh, you know, yeah, who, 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 Ben Jeff Flake, who somehow will not stop carrying water for the cheap labor agenda, the ag industry, and others at the expense of the American people.
0: Uh, talk to us about chain migration because this is something that I think a lot of people really don't understand about our immigration system. That once somebody comes to America, they can then sponsor other people to come to America.
1: You, know, you see, the whole the whole concept that was put in place was that there were people overseas who'd been unfairly separated by either the 1921 law or by World War II policies. Uh, and, and so they somehow believed that if a person got a green card, they ought to be able to bring in a whole lot of relatives like uncles and aunts and adult married brothers and sisters and that sort of thing. Well, it, you know, that's completely unrealistic in the modern world where hundreds of millions of people are on the move. So, you know, the RAISE Act, the cotton Purdue bill, basically says, look, if you want somebody because they've got the requisite number of points for skills and ability and that kind of thing, English language, uh, they can bring spouse and unmarried minor children. But listen, you need to know before you come here. If you want to visit, you know, Uncle Harry and Aunt and Eleanor, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to fly back home for the weekend and visit them because I mean, it's not like 1850 where you were never going to see your relatives again. You never went back to Russia or whatever Ireland. This is a new world, and so. This packet migration system has been recommended now by commission after commission after commission, Doug, for 40-some years. If, if American people want to know why immigration is not properly controlled, look at the political response to this from the far left and from the financial wing of the Wall, of Wall Street. These, these polar opposites politically work together for their own interests to torpedo the national interest in, in effective immigration management.
0: Well, you know, I guess this is going to have to be sold to the country and it's going to have to be explained to the country and it's going to have to be explained to the country through an, an absolute firestorm of media objection. We saw Jim Acosta of uh, CNN yesterday get into a big dust up uh, in the White House briefing room. And, you know, the media cannot be trusted to cover this story because they're advocates. They're not journalists. They're just blind to any other argument. They just write it off as xenophobia or racism. Uh, and, you know, I'm concerned because President uh, Trump is such a polarizing figure and he's not, he doesn't take a lot of time to explain issues, but we desperately need to have the president use the bully pulpit to explain nations, all nations have an immigration policy for the benefit of the nation, not specifically for the benefit of the individual immigrants. It's nice if the individual immigrants do well because a rising tide lifts all boats. But all nations create policies to benefit the nation. And I use as an example Germany. Germany uh, has a a very, very uh, liberal retirement and pension policy, like most social democracies of Europe do. And as a result, they have a lot of 50-year-olds who are retired. They didn't have, they had a low birth rate and a lot of retired 50-year-olds. And they didn't have enough workers to do the work needed to keep the society running. So they imported people from Turkey. A lot of Turks moved into uh, Germany and that started to create cultural frictions. And, uh, this, we're seeing this same dynamic replicated throughout all of Europe. And it's happening in America, too, where you have poor people competing with even poorer people, resulting in lots of poor people. California, progressive, liberal, enlightened California, has more poor people per capita and percentage of population than any state in the union, not Mississippi and Alabama or Texas. It's California.
1: Yeah, and well, keep in mind that the traditional progressive position on immigration was that it needs to be restrained in order to ensure bargaining leverage for American workers. And even Bernie Sanders started saying that in the beginning of his campaign. And, of course, the bullshies on the radical left, you know, hammered him and he started to quiet down. But if you're going to provide good government services and a social safety net and Medicaid and national health care, you have to have effective border management. Because there's a whole lot of people, a few billion people around the world who want to live in a country like the United States. It operates as a big labor subsidy for employers who want to lower wages, don't want to pay more money, and who believe they can continue to get away with forcing taxpayers to pay for what is essentially a very expensive labor subsidy. A country should do its own work. And what the RAISE Act says is, let's make it manageable, give the American people the ability to to control and regulate the overall size of the flow, So it doesn't overwhelm us. Let's make immigration great again, Doug, by making it serve the national interest of the American people. And you would think – I mean, and, and come on, I mean, this is, this is a huge political opportunity for the Republican Party. It's not just Trump. You're right. But in the end, people like Sessions and General Kelly, plus people like Greg Grassley and Goodlatte in Congress and others who are key players on the immigration j- committees of jurisdiction, need to get out there and help sell this. They've got to stand behind what Trump is doing because this was a big part of Trump's campaign and why he won.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's an issue that the country needs to debate. If the country decides that they want to keep the policy the way it is, fine. That's what free people do in a free society. But we ought to be able to have the debate. And the debate has been stifled. It has been bullied into silence. And, uh, because the institutions of modern media don't want this conversation to be held. And, uh, you know, the president is forcing the issue, which is a good thing. I'm just hoping that we can actually fight our way through the anti-aircraft fire and actually have the actual conversation outside the auspices of just talk radio and the blogosphere. Uh, Dan, as always, thanks so much. The website is fairus.org, fairus.org, the president of the organization. Dan Stein, thanks, sir. We'll talk to you again. Appreciate it.